0: Hi, and welcome to another Fatherhood podcast, proudly brought to you by The Fatherhood and Parents at Work. Here behind the microphones are the three co-founders of The Fatherhood. I'm Jeremy, and we got Luke and Andrew. Hello, fellas. How are you holding up? G'day,
1: Jez. G'day, Luke. Hello, guys. Guys, Jeremy, can I just say you left out the hyphens in the hyphen father, hyphen hood, <laughs> but the hyphen is the perfect start because we, we love hyphen dads. There's so many types of dads out there. Maybe we should come up with a hyphen dads is a phrase, but we when we did our book, we sought out every possible type of dad. And certainly one of the 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 dads that we incorporated in the book is the gay dad. And we have so much to ask the gay dad community and we're starting today. Absolutely. I mean it's a it's it's an interesting discussion that I had with a guy called Ashley,
0: who's the Executive Officer of Rainbow Families. Now, Rainbow Families connects, supports, and empowers LGBTQ plus parents and their families and really does a lot of work advocating and supporting um, gay parents, same-sex couples that are that, that are raising families. Um, and what I find fascinating about this is these relationships are free of these gender biases that are so often prevalent in heterosexual couples. So I was really looking forward to this chat with Ashley and found it fascinating.
1: What are you looking forward to, Luke?
2: Well, I mean, I guess I guess you don't have to watch Modern Family to know that domestic households, they no longer meet a one-size-fits-all template. But still, it's, it's still a pretty... relatively new new phenomenon i feel like what i'm interested in is i think being a gay dad by definition they're kind of forced to be kind of like pioneers and so i think i'd imagine that's quite a big additional challenge um in addition to the the usual stuff that that goes with with fatherhood so I'm, i'm really interested to hear like how ashley has managed to navigate that stuff
0: yeah, as if parenthood wasn't hard enough, as is, chuck a bit of an additional challenge on top of maybe a pandemic as well. Why don't we just do that? Um, so yeah, here's what um, Ashley had to say. Ashley, welcome. Thank you for joining us on the podcast.
3: Thanks for having me.
0: So let's get into it. As a gay dad, as you are, I'm really fascinated to know what your journey was like to becoming a father. Can you talk us through that?
3: Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, So my husband and I have been together now for 16 years. We've been married for two years uh, and we've got two um, girls that were born through surrogacy. Um, The journey isn't an easy one for um, same-sex couples. Uh, We started off looking at adoption and fostering, and at the time that wasn't an option for us. That's now changed, which is great. Uh, We then looked into surrogacy, uh, and that's how our family was created. Uh, Our girls are eight and five, so there's a three-year gap between the two of them, and they were born um, overseas in different countries using different egg donors. Um, But they're very much sisters uh, and get on reasonably well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> As a father of daughters, I totally about the same age. I understand what you're talking about yeah. mm-hmm. um, Sounds fantastic. Um, so what has what's your experience like been like being a dad? You've been so eight and five. That's yeah, great. eight and
3: five. It's been great. Yeah, it's been guy. challenging. It's been hard. It's been rewarding. I think any parent experiences the same emotions. It's you know, it's beautiful and fun and exciting one day, and it's really awful the next day. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're dealing with sick kids or kids that are just aren't getting on or having trouble, um, it's yeah, it's interesting. But I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. Um, you know, I love being a dad and couldn't imagine my life without uh, my family.
0: So one thing I've felt as a father, and also particularly father of daughters potentially, is when they're young, because of preconceived notions that people have of um, mothers often being considered the primary carers and, and taking on that role, how did you and your partner experience that when you were bringing up two young girls or two young children? And mm-hmm. um, and with, in the absence of a mother, where two guys were we working out together. How, how what was your experience of the world like and what people would say and what and, and talk to you about? So
3: when I think it uh, affected us more when the girls were babies when they were little. Yeah. Um, you know, people would say, Oh, you you're giving mum a break, you're out, you know, you're walking the kids and someone would say, Oh, you're giving mum a break, that's really great and um, and that kind of thing, you know, if we knew the person we'd or if we, if we were likely to see them again, we'd explain the situation and say, well, we're actually a 2 dad family. Uh, you know, my husband's at work or my husband's at home. I'm giving him a break. And mm. we found honesty is always the best policy. Um, and having that simple response of we're a 2 dad family, the girls don't have a mum is usually enough to, um, to answer people's questions. But sometimes there have been people that have wanted to know more and asked more questions, and as long as that's done in a respectful uh, way, we're more than happy to share our story. You know, it's not a it's not a common thing; it's not something you come across every day. Uh, so we're happy to share our story because we're proud of our family.
0: Absolutely, and often people say it takes a village to raise a child. Do you have, particularly with your daughters? Like female role models that are in their lives that you you try and involve, or how do you kind of say, is it growing older? Is that something that's on your mind or it does it not mm. not a concern in any way?
3: No, I think it's on the mind of, um, of anyone in a same sex relationship or any single parents as well, um, to make sure that they've, that the kids have got, um, people they trust, people they can talk to. Uh, and we make sure that, um, both of our, um, families are very involved, um, with the girls as much as possible. Uh, you know, they FaceTime my mum at least once a week, uh, and they've got aunts and that kind of thing that they're very close with. Um, and as you say, it takes a village to raise a child. We've um, reached out and made really strong friendships with uh, a number of uh, two-mum families. Mm-hmm. And, in well, you know, they're friends of ours now, but also in the hope that if our girls do um, feel the need to connect with a, a female role model, they can certainly um, chat to any of our friends uh, about any issues they're having.
0: Yeah, fantastic. And one thing I'm fascinated, I think you're pioneering a lot of the change that a lot of people want to see in terms of the way that we're all living out sort of traditional gender roles in relationships. We've often mums are considered the primary carer and dad's the primary earner. And There's been a lot of change in one generation. There's still a really long way to go. You're operating in a relationship where you're not bound by those definitions or those pressures from previous generations with other challenges. I'm interested to know, how do you and your partner or from the, from the early days, how did you work out who would do what in the relationship and who would take on what responsibilities and how you'd share work and domestic pressures.
3: Mm. um it's really interesting it varies from um couple to couple i think uh, yeah. in our situation um, it's, it's about talking it's about finding out who wants to take time off work who can take time off work um in our situation uh my husband has his own business so he wasn't really able to take um, time off work whereas i worked for someone else so i could take you know six months off when the kids were little and then i was able to go back and work part-time but it's about that that negotiation or that conversation with your with your partner uh about who's going to do what in the relationship and and as parents um and also what who's going to do what around the house you know who you're not bound by mum cooks the dinner and dad mows the lawn and fixes the car um one of the great things about being in a same-sex relationship is you have to talk about these things a lot more because you don't have um, the the gender roles to fall back on. Um, yeah. So you know it's a discussion of I'm you know I enjoy cooking so I do a lot of the cooking, but a couple of nights a week I don't feel like cooking, um, and so it's James's responsibility to do a few nights a week as well. Or if I've got a busy week at work, I'll say, hey, look, I just I'm going to be home late this week. You'll need to do pickups, uh, you know, the, pick up the kids from school and do the dinner and that kind of thing. Yeah, Um, and it's about working out what you enjoy doing uh, as well. You know, um, if one, you know, someone enjoys gardening, great, they can look after the yard, and the other person doesn't have to touch it um, Mm. without having to um, be bound by those um, gender roles.
0: Yeah, like you've obviously had challenges in becoming parents, and it's 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 a. difficult road that it sounds like mm. you've walked but as you're talking i feel like there's almost a, a sense of freedom there uh, to be mm. the parents that you want to be and define your roles in that as you want to be kind of free in some ways mm. there's absolutely stereotypes that you're battling but there's a freedom within your relationship yeah which definitely. sounds really positive yeah
3: and it just means you get to do what you want, and you know, yeah. do the fun things, and um, you know, and obviously someone's got to take the garbage out, but um.
0: <laughs> that's what rock paper scissors was invented for, <laughs> exactly. So it sounds like there's in the eight years that you've been parents, there's been a bit of shifting. You've got this sort of freedom to define your roles as you'd like to. Do you work with your husband and and talk regularly about potentially shifting the different roles that you'll be playing as parents over mm. over time? Yeah, definitely.
3: As as the kids have gotten older, and um, I've been able to go back to work uh, more and more, um, there is that discussion. You know, do I pick up an extra day of work? That's going to mean that uh, you'll need to, um, you know, be more active in you know taking the kids to sport on the weekend so I can do that. And it's um it's a constant negotiation um in a in a positive way, uh a constant yeah. discussion, uh, working out what um you know the family is able to um take on as well, and what's going to be best uh for everyone for the four of us uh, in the family um so it's it's about
0: open lines of communication and, and being respectful with each other i think mm, absolutely sounds like you're managing it really well and it sounds like there's a great sort of almost freedom to the way that you're able mm. to do it without battling some of the things that we're trying to address with the fatherhood um mm. so yeah so What would you say have been the greatest, the largest challenges that you've had to overcome being in a same-sex relationship, um, bringing up children?
2: So
3: the biggest challenge, I guess, is becoming a parent, you know, it's not an easy journey. It's not, um, straightforward. There's lots of, lots of options out there and it's, it's a difficult road for a lot of people. We were lucky, um, that we, um, you know, had a baby first try, um, both times. So we were very lucky, but, um, So the most challenging thing is actually having the family. Um, But then I think, like any family, it's just the juggle of day-to-day life. Who's, who's picking the kids up today? Have you, you know, got nappies? We've run out of, you know, toilet paper, all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very lucky that we live in a, um, an area that's very supportive of um, same-sex parents, so we haven't come across much homophobia. But, you know, within the Rainbow Families Network, we hear a lot of uh, stories of people that are, um, you know, living with homophobic neighbours or, mm-hmm. um, you know, living in areas that uh, are less accepting, and that's a real struggle for families, mm-hmm. uh, you know, feeling like they're not part of their local community and, and as we were talking before about it takes a village to raise a family yeah. if you don't feel accepted by that village um it's a it's a lonely place uh,
0: to be sure that would be really hard pa- their parenting is hard enough um mm. let alone feeling isolated um yeah through the process from... it does sound really tough um and for you The best bits. When you look back over the eight years, are there there Mm -hmm. any kind of components of it that stand out to you, with your Um, husband? I
3: think personally I'm really lucky to have been able to have had time off work and to raise my kids. Um, You know, I I had six months off uh, work when they were both little and then I went back to work one day a week and James had a day a week with them um, that I was working. So, just being able to be really present um, without the pressure of, you know, feeling like I should be back at work because, you know, I'm a man and I should be earning the money. uh, Having the freedom to, to be the parent that I want to be, uh, and spend the time with my kids, and and you know work part time so I can do drop off and pick up most days, and you know see them score their first goal at basketball, and you know play in their first concert with their new instrument, and uh, and all that kind of thing. It's the small things I think that I get the most joy out of,
0: for sure. And the time travel, like it sounds like such a cliche, doesn't it? But time travels so fast; like those moments mm. are gone, and you never get them back. And mm-hmm. um, my kids are – I've got three daughters and they're about the same age. They're um, seven, nine, seven, and five. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, the time goes so quickly and those drop-offs are so special. And like you're saying, mm. it's the small moments. Um, and yeah, you've yeah. been there for, for a lot of it. Um, exactly, yeah. Which, again, with the fatherhood, we try to encourage a lot of dads to do that, to take the time off and to help both parents um, in the way that you've been able to support your partner to be working in the early years and that can change over time, but to, to take the opportunity like you have to, to be at home, to be around. Mm, and I've loved it. It's been great. and you know, I feel very lucky to
3: have been able to do it.
0: And Ashley, one last question to, to wrap up. Do you have any sort of closing advice for any same-sex couples out there that might be looking to become parents?
3: Yeah, Um I would advise people just to go for it. It's not an easy journey. It's not a cheap journey. It's not a straightforward journey. But if it's something that you really want and you think it's going to um, make you happy, then go as hard and fast as you can at mm. um, becoming a parent because there are often roadblocks and you know forks in the road and unexpected um, changes on the journey. Uh, but it's worth it in the end. So try as hard as you can to, to do it. It's my advice.
0: Thank you so much for your time and your insights, Ashley. It's just been great talking to you, and um, I look forward to talking to you again soon. Great, thanks very much.
1: I don't know about you guys, but I found that so interesting. I mean, it's such a privilege just to be given that view into into uh, what life is like for Ashley.
2: Yeah, you know, it makes me, what it makes me think is that you know, fatherhood can be hard, but gay dads they have to put up with so much else in addition to fatherhood's usual trials and tribulations. I mean, think about it. I mean, if you go down the surrogacy route, that's challenging from the start. You know, first you have to find someone to donate their eggs, then you have to find someone willing to lend out their womb for nine months and give birth. And all that, you have to go through all that before the emotional roller coaster of the IVF process even begins. So, I mean, the commitment of gay men to becoming fathers, I mean, it really is unbelievable.
1: It ticks a lot of boxes before you've even really started your parenting career, you know, it's because it, it, it can't happen by accident. You've got to be wanting it every step of the way.
2: Yeah, I, I, I've got a mate, Harold, who's a, a gay dad, and he just said, yeah, look, it's not It's not something that you, just accidentally happens when you sort of get drunk and, line, and end up in the, in the back of someone's <laughs> ute. It's a really considered intentional decision.
1: And to your point there about how hard it is, I think the thing that struck me, Jeremy, you, you really focused on this in the interview, which uh, I was so happy you did, is just the daily annoyance of having to explain yourself and and how Ashley just comes up with this line of we're a two-dad family and, and finds a quick way to dispel the, uh, the, the any confusion. But oh, even that, the drudgery of that day after day, too
0: much and the and the people that what people are out there are facing is feeling this kind of exclusion from their community where they're not accepted. I mean, if if it's not hard enough already, and then to have neighbours not accepting their family setup, it, it's, it was painful for me to to hear that.
2: Mm. Yeah, it's it does it does sound tough. Um, but on a more positive note, I did when I was speaking to my my friend Harold, he did tell me quite a nice story. I mean, he's American, and about four years ago, he was in he was in Texas with his partner. Andy and their two twin boys and they were pushing their twins in this double pram and along this, this road on the outskirts of, of, of uh, Martha. And suddenly this older guy, who's about 70, pulled up and he stopped in front of them in his pickup truck. <laughs> and he had all these rifles. Where's this
1: going Luke? Yeah. He had all these <laughs> rifles
2: stacked in the back window and he was wearing a cowboy hat and he got out in front of them and he looked at these, uh, at Harold and Andy and he goes, <laughs> so where's the mama? And Harold just looked at Andy. And Andy's quite a guy. And he thought, okay, well, here, here we go. Something's going to happen here. And Andy just said to him, no, we're two dads. And apparently there was this long pause. And then the guy's whole face just softened. And he looked at them and he nodded and said, well, looks like you're doing a mighty fine job and got back into his truck and drove <laughs> yeah. off. So, you know, it shows that there's definitely uh, there's definitely hope in this space.
0: That's beautiful, Luke. Yeah, beautiful story. And, like, I, I really enjoyed this chat with Ashley because um, there's this – Whilst it's, there's so many challenges that, that Ashley and a lot of other gay dads out there have have faced and continue to face, there's this is freedom that they have as a partnership to discuss and work out what the roles that they want to play with you know with a clean sheet of paper, and they sit down together weekly. And he talked about conversation and communication with your partner as being fundamental, and we can all learn from that. And then, so what bits do you enjoy? And what bits do I
1: enjoy? I mean... You went straight to my... You're stealing my thunder, Jez. This is my point. Because, like, in 2020, gender roles have been raised to the ground. This hit me like a revelation. It's like gay dads are way ahead of us, Yeah, um, you know, heterosexual parents, because we're already... Like, my wife and I just do not allocate tasks based on gender norms or expectations, and it's a mess because there's still this sort of perceived framework around us of you know fee does the domestic stuff i do the, the the gardening we've got an acre block i hate gardening i i i hate mowing the lawn i must i must be missing a genome or something i hate everything that men are supposed to do <laughs> or dads are supposed to do so we've over time slowly and painfully come to the gay dad approach which is let's just write out all the stuff we need to do as a team and allocate it based on things we like which is Exactly what you said, Jez. I'm stealing my thunder back because you're taking my line. That was the, that was, that knocked me over in this interview. I love that.
0: But think how hard you've had to work for that, Andrew. And I Ugh. bet you, if we had time, I could find spots where you're taking on masculine roles and Fee's taking on the traditional feminine roles because there's so much work to do. To yeah. try and break that down, that kind of bias and the she defaults. still does the
1: washing, and uh, you know, yeah. I, I actually I, I'm so ashamed to admit that it's just not something I do in our in our dynamic. I, I, and I do do the lawn mowing, so we kind of we I suppose we all have bitter pills. But I heard him say we sit down with a blank sheet of paper that you said, Jez, we write down what needs to be done, and we just and we pick stuff based on what we enjoy. I'm like, that is this super advanced parenting. If anyone could take anything out of today, do that because the the gender stuff. Just doesn't stick. It doesn't hold. You, we we should do things that we gravitate to and, and not have to mow the lawn. Yeah, they're literally. <laughs> okay, everyone <laughs> can take something from that. Like, absolutely everyone. Imagine if you sat down with your partner
0: and said, pretend we don't have genitalia. Uh, hard to <laughs> um, But It's getting weird. <laughs> let's be specific. We're all Barbie dolls. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's go. Write the list down and let's work out which are our preferences or what we're good at gee it'd be a different setup i think
2: yeah it's a liberating idea isn't it the idea of just kind of starting from scratch Mm -hmm. rewriting the the rule book and kind of maybe finding a more a more workable (laughs) workable solution
1: but we do that on every level guys like my wife earns more than me so she essentially gets to work more than me because of the way that we have to protect our, our family's interests and you know still pay the mortgage all those things it's it's just a i found it like when you said, let's get positive, this was a hugely positive interview for me. This is probably my favorite interview we've done in the whole series simply because it's – there's the the way that he talks about it, it's like, well, this is logical. We should just – this is how we decide how our family operates. It was just a really refreshing perspective. Fired up, guys. So I'm going to get that bit of paper. Where's, where's – I'm going to get a bit of blank bit of paper right now. You can hear that? I'm rewriting the family. I'm a single dad, so I'm going to get out there and write
0: down a list and allocate all of the tasks myself. Most- <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll come over and mow your lawn, Jess. Thanks, mate. I greatly appreciate it. I hate that. <laughs> uh, okay, gang, that wraps another podcast. Thank you for listening uh, and thank you for your contribution as always, Luke and Andrew. Uh, Thanks, Ashley. Like
1: to- thank you, Ashley. Thank you,
0: Ashley. Yeah, thank you, Ashley. Really appreciated your time and your insights. Uh, get on board the fatherhood at the father And once again, thank you very much to parents at work for making this happen. Thanks. And a
1: last shout out to all the hyphen dads. Woo! Thank you for listening to another great podcast proudly brought to you by Parents at Work. We hope you
0: feel inspired and you've got some fresh practical ideas to help you with your work-life balance. If you like what you've heard, please share it with others and subscribe to the Parents at Work podcast page. And remember, if you need extra support or would like to send us your feedback, please email info at parentsatwork.com.au.